If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Today, we welcome R-H-O-C-O-G, the one and only Joe DeLaRosa. Listen, we've been holding on and waiting to share this with you. This was only recorded like uh, maybe two months ago, kind of like a mid-season R-H-O-C, kind of like at the beginning of the R-H-O-C. Look, a lot has happened this season, the return of Heather Dubrow, a lot hasn't happened. So, you know... I think it's interesting that, I mean, first of all, welcome back, Joe. Love, Joe. And, you know, like, what hasn't held up well in this chat and what has? So today we share this chat from, like, I don't know, we haven't shared this before, but with you one and only, Miss Joe DeLaRosa. Hey, everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined back by the one, the only Miss Joe DeLarosa. Oh, my gosh. Hello. Your intros make me feel so relevant and famous. <laughs> Listen, the first time you come, we have to get some things out of the way. The second time you people come, I'm like, we could just kind of have fun now, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love that. I feel like I probably should have put a little tequila in my coffee, but um, it's fine. <laughs> Listen, you could. It's 3.30 where you are. It's 6.30 it where I am. So it is. You wouldn't be the first person to drink here behind the velvet rope. So <laughs> you are entitled. My favorite kind of interview. <laughs> and you said it's raining where you are today in LA? Yeah, it's a little like muggy under the weather. Like I've got windows where I work from home, obviously. So like we have the beanie on, we have a sweatsuit on, like we're just being cozy, trying to like get through this Thursday. It's fun. Do you love, cause we were just saying before I went out, like I love being home and cozy. Like I become such a homebody. It's insane. I really have too. And like as a content creator now with what I do for work, it's, it gets a little bit hard cause you're supposed to like show people what you do and like what your life is. And like, if people really knew my life, it's like the same every day. Like I go to Starbucks, I get my iced Americano, walk across the street, come back home and sit in front of a computer for like 12 hours. And then like maybe once a week I shoot. I think people think your life that they see on Instagram is like a lot more glamorous and it's really not. <laughs> so being a content creator, people don't realize it's like you're alone, like a hidden person just hidden away from the world so many hours, right? Completely. And you have to try to like make things look interesting or like put on makeup and get dressed to go out and shoot. That's not actually what I look like every day. <laughs> totally. You're like, well, congratulations are in order since you've been here last. You are an engaged woman. I am engaged. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Remind me again, you might have told me last time, how did you meet your fiance? Did you meet on Tinder? Uh, no, uh, but we actually met on Hinge and we met in the middle of the pandemic. So like completely unexpected. And the best thing that happened to me 
coming out or I guess going into the pandemic. Um, so yeah, I, like both of us were extremely focused on just our careers and like what we were doing. I had just jumped into the whole like YouTube space. So I was really focused on what I was doing too. So yeah, just so I just kind of got on there to like flirt, you know, like sometimes you just want to talk to boys on a dating app. Listen, so yeah, we- <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. And Hinge is actually, I actually have good things to say about Hinge. I really, I, I tried the other ones, you know, the Tinders, the Bumbles. Um, I just really liked it because you got to like answer a few questions before and see their responses. And like some of the responses could be like witty or funny. So you got a tiny bit of a sense of their personality before anything. So that's why I liked it. I love it. Now, I know the answer because I saw it on your YouTube, but tell everyone how you actually got engaged. Oh, so he completely tricked me and um, told me we had dinner reservations at the Magic Castle. Uh, obviously I live in Hollywood, so it's right here. And so I got all dressed up and then he asked me if we could just go upstairs. I live, um, a building in Hollywood I live in has got an amazing rooftop. And supposedly I had a girlfriend who was shooting a video up there that he wanted us to like stop by and say, hi, there was like six or seven people involved in this massive, like debunkness. Like I had no idea. So many people tricked me. My little brother was supposed supposed to meet us at the magic castle too. He was in on it. Like just so many people were in on it. So we went upstairs and I thought we were stopping by to say hi to my girlfriend. And as we're walking up, I like kind of saw the rooftop. It looked trashed because it was dark and I couldn't see anything. There weren't lights, but in fact, it was like his setup. And so as we're walking up, I was like, babe, I don't think they're shooting anymore. Like, it looks like they're done. There's like stuff all over the floor. And as my eyes kind of adjusted to the dark, because this was the evening, he like opens up the, the door to the rooftop and my eyes adjust. And all of a sudden I like realize there's like rose petals on the floor, beautiful little white light, like all over us. I see his guitar on the floor. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, and then I realized it's like for me. And then he sang me a song that he wrote called Become My Wife before he proposed. And then he proposed. I don't even know how he did that. I was like shaking just looking at him performing. (laughs) But it was seriously the most epic Hollywood like thing I could have ever dreamed of or imagined. And it was also the most romantic thing I have ever experienced in my entire life. So... It's like once someone writes you a song, I mean, come <laughs> on, people. I mean, I know he's a singer, you know, a singer and a songwriter. That's what he does. But yeah, still, I know. it's kind of over at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like done deal, like game over, signed, sealed, delivered. <laughs> it's like, do, do you know what you're going to do for your wedding? Like, do you have actual, are you in like major plans? You know, it's really funny. We've actually been kind of just enjoying being engaged. Um, we've done a Pinterest board and like put stuff up, but we've, and we've looked at like a few venues here and there, but we're kind of like just enjoying it. Um, he also wants to get married pretty quickly. Um, so he's like, let's do it in May. And I'm like, that's like four months away. He's like, babe, like I'm a musical theater producer. I put shows up for a living. Like I can put together a wedding. It's like a show for like a hundred people. And I'm like, babe, this is not <laughs> a production. It's our oh wedding. But okay. I'm like, you, wanna, you, you run with it. Do you want to have like a big wedding? Um, you know, it's kind of hard because right now with COVID, especially in LA with like everything happening, it's like really restricted still, I feel like. 
in my perfect world, I would love to have, you know, a big wedding, you know, with all of our friends and family and, you know, but I feel like it's going to be, I, I also like smaller, more intimate too. So yeah. Are there any housewives that are going to be invited to your wedding? You know, it's so funny. I was actually trying to think of like, if there was like the crew that I would want to invite and yeah, I would love to, but again, I think it's going to really determine on like where we get married, how many people we can invite. Cause a lot of the places it's like, you can only bring like 40 to 50 people is like the restrictions that's like our friends and immediate family and nobody else. So yeah, I'm hoping I can invite like the girls, you know, that would be so fun. Who would you invite? Like if you had like an extended, you know, like a mini extended list. Yeah. I mean, I would love Gina, of course, mama Gina would be there. Alexis Bellino, Lori, Ashley Zarlin, Cara, you know, I would like literally invite everybody. I'd even send an invitation to Vicky. I mean, I still love everybody. So it would just be great to see everyone again. That would be epic. And then you would have to film that somehow. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Yes. Did yeah. you, I mean, you filmed your engagement. Maybe, you know, you did date my ex. Maybe one day there'll be like. A wedding there. special. Yes. <laughs> Something like that. Um, it's actually funny because the engagement uh, proposal that was filmed for my YouTube channel. So that was actually my fiance, Taryn that filmed that. And I didn't know he was filming. So he did like all the behind the scenes, um, like leading up to a week before or starting a week prior to the actual proposal. And it was kind of like a surprise gift for me because he knew, obviously I was doing YouTube at the time and he was so cute. He's like, what kind of a fiance would I be if I hadn't actually filmed this for your channel? And I was like, you know, this is how I really know you're the one. I mean, I already knew, but it's just like, he's just so freaking thoughtful. It's, I feel pretty dang lucky. When you're a content creator, there's nothing someone could give you that is better than like just something for the channel, something oh, for yeah. the podcast. You're like, thank <laughs> it's, you. It's such a gift. Totally. Okay. You're like, wait, you just saved me like three hours next week. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you very much. Let me just exactly. mark that down. Exactly. Well, congratulations. That's like amazing. Thank and like, you. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Speaking of housewives, this season of the OC, here we are. You're watching, I know. Um, here we are. And yes, I am actually watching for the first time since I was actually on the show, just because so many friends are like, you have to watch this season. And I just feel like a bad former like cast member because it's been literally years since I've watched from the beginning first episode all the way through like obviously I've catched like an episode here and there when I can but like to sit down and like binge an entire season so yeah this is my first time and did you like say oh I want to watch it or it was more like people like me and just like friends saying like you need to watch it you need yeah to watch exactly it. <laughs> yeah there was there was a few of my like Bravo historian like podcast friends and stuff that are like we want to get you on here, watch the show and, and oh my goodness, how much it has changed since like my days, like on the show, I, I was like, wow, um, production, hair, makeup, lighting, um, sound quality, the opening, the, or like the theme song, like everything is so much more glam than our days when like I was doing my own hair and makeup and literally like trying to look in my closet to figure out what to wear it's so funny because Andy Cohen I don't know who was interviewing him or he just said something like 
yeah, like the first season or two of the OC, he's like, the fashion was so horrible. He's like, <laughs> it's literally like what you would wear to like either go to bed or to, P- to PTA meeting. He's like, there was no thought at all. No, because I didn't, I don't think any of us thought the show was going to go and become what it became, um, number one. But number two, I, yeah, like you, you don't know what to wear on camera when you've never been on camera. (laughs) You don't realize it's a great idea to do your hair and like put lashes on because it elevates your look until you see, like you just learn, you know? So yeah, it was definitely a learning experience. Is that what sticks out the most? Like when you watch now, like it's just the production value that's changed the most? Definitely the production value, but I think also the way the girls dress to go to just a dinner at like someone's house. Like if I got an invitation to like, even just to meet them out or something like that, I just feel like the way I dress in real life, even if I shoot for like my own Instagram or YouTube, like it's like a third of like the glam level of like, you know, they've got like diamond, you know, chandelier dripping diamonds coming off their earrings and these gorgeous gowns and things where I'm like, I have none of that in my closet unless I'm maybe getting ready for like New Year's or something like that. So I just think they're just super on a whole other level of glam, which is amazing, but just like so different. I think I'd stick out like a sore thumb. Do you think if you went back, you would, you know, just be yourself and keep things that how they are now or would you like elevate and I'm not saying you should I think there's a huge reason not to actually but like what do you think you would do I definitely feel like I'd have to be myself I would definitely get hair and makeup done because like I can't I I feel like if you have your hair and makeup done and you're rocking lashes you can literally show up in like whatever you want and feel great um so yeah I definitely wear a dress but it would probably be like short not to the floor, you know, and and just make sure I had like hair and makeup done. (laughs) There are some of the outfits. I totally agree. Yeah. What are you, so let's start with Heather Dubrow. She's back. I mean, I know you didn't watch like throughout the years, but you know, Heather Dubrow and now she's back and here she is. Like, what do you think of this? Okay. So I've heard about Heather Dubrow in terms of like who she was, who she was married to, but to see Heather Dubrow in action like she's a badass bitch. Like I, I would love to meet up for drinks with her. Like her personality is just like, wants to take over the world, like super in your face, tells it like it is like, that's a good, that's a good friend you would want to have in your corner because like she would, she'll tell you exactly what she's thinking unfiltered. And like, I'm surrounded in my life. I have some incredible friends obviously over the years, but I also have had a lot of yes people in my life. And so I appreciate somebody that has that kind of demeanor. Me too. I appreciate that in like business too. Like if someone's too nice to me, I'm just like, I'm such a New Yorker. I'm like, I would rather just have you scream at me and just get it out. Cause like, whatever you're trying to say, like, just stop. Like, I don't need the hellos. Good morning. How are you? Just let's cut all that. Just scream at me and tell me what's good or bad. And like, let's be on something else in 30 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) I just can't, I still can't get over like Heather's just the house and everything. Like I just, I, she, I feel like, I feel like she's OCD. Like I am, which I appreciate obviously to like a whole other level, but like everything she does is immaculate. So she's yeah. like a Lisa Vanderpump. It's like, how are you this 
put together in the house, the clothes, the dress. Like some days I am put together and other days I'm a huge ass mess. How could you just be like with everything Fendi? I mean, I get it. You have a gazillion dollars, but like yeah. everything, it has to be some OCD in there because like the closet's perfect. It's just- Oh, for sure. She's for sure perfectionist. Like you don't, everything, like even just, also just like, I think my best day is her worst day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. if I think I'm having a great day, that's probably Heather DeBro's like- Day. So. And I'm like, just have a hair or something. I like just I know. something. I'm like, I, and she makes it look so easy. I know. That's the thing I do appreciate too. It's very effortless. She doesn't look like she's like trying too hard. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's a perfectionism thing that I get like very type A. So, and I, I again, I appreciate that kind of personality. So, you like never really watched when she was on the first time or anything like that. And like that no. opening scene where she's like, I'm back and the walk, it was like such so, like, Oh, I saw that. Yeah. That's why I was like, Ooh, okay. This is going to be juicy. I'll admit it. As important it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. Do you guys ever notice how many pairs of glasses I have? I mean, I used to spend thousands on different colors and shapes and sizes of glasses. Well, everything changed when I found Pear Eyewear. You go to their website and you pick out a base frame. I picked out the Finley because that's what looked best on me. You then choose from tons of top frames. What's a top frame? Exactly how it sounds. The top frame goes over your base pair of glasses. I picked the solid black Finley. So I now have a great solid black pair of glasses. But then the top frames, they have a whole sparkle series. I mean, literally that comes in every color. So on top of my base, I could have pink sparkle glasses, purple sparkle glasses, blue sparkle glasses. They have camo. I can get green camo. It doesn't stop there. White camo, red camo, orange camo. So literally the frames would start at $60. You buy one pair of frames and that $60 includes the prescription. And then you can get thousands of toppers. Literally you can change your glasses every single day. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to paireyewear.com slash velvet and now you get 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R, eyewear.com slash velvet. But you never, I mean, she was on with all different people, basically except Shannon. So there really is like no backstory with anyone except Shannon per se. You got it. Um, I also like that if she does have any issues ever in the show, like with Noella or all the things that have like popped up, even with Shannon, she's really good about like, 
cutting it and like not feeding into it. And, and I, I really appreciate that as well, because obviously if you feed into drama, it just becomes like a toxic, bigger thing. And she's just like, nope, not going to deal with it. I'm done walking away. So I kind of love that about her too. Actually, I really love that about her. Are you shocked at like how the drama is much bigger now than it, when you were on the show? Completely. It's literally night and day. Also, I feel like if I was thrown into that mix, I would get eaten alive and spit out for dinner because I, that's just, I live my life in LA really careful on the people that I've like brought into my life. I don't have drama. I don't have that level of like crazy, (laughs) just with personalities. And I mean, there's definitely like a lot of crazy personalities in LA for sure. But like, yeah, it's, it's so different, you know? The biggest, I think, disagreement we ever had on Housewives with me and the girls was like, if we both showed up to an event wearing the same color or something like that, and I'd have to like stand on the other side of someone because so-and-so didn't want me standing next to them. That was like the biggest like thing, you know what I mean? But it wasn't anything like we need to sit down and have a heart to heart on camera. Do you watch and you're just like, oh my God, I had it so easy. Like I had no idea. I, yes, (laughs) for sure. So like, does it give you a better, like, I would appreciate it away for like season one and two where you're just like, you might've thought it was hard, but now you're like, oh, wow. I, I think it's just so different. I can't even compare it. Like it's so apples and oranges, like our version of reality and what the show was, was just very cool and easy and natural and whatever happened happened. This is like completely heightened, like super stress, anxiety. You're walking into a social situation. You know, something's going to go down. I would have to have like a couple cocktails before showing up, knowing that like some highbrow stuff would like happen. So, yeah. (laughs) So in other words, if you were on the housewives and someone said, Joe, I'd like to sit down and talk to you. And they said, Joe, listen, if you ever come from my family again, yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you are going to lose a lot more than just my friendship. And that is not a threat. That is a I promise. Know. I was like, wow. Okay. Um, so, so that's the thing is like, again, it's so different, but also like Heather's no BS. Like she, she tells you like it is. And I appreciate that she like protects her family. Like I would probably be the same. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, maybe not on camera. (laughs) Like I'd probably keep it off camera, but I probably also wouldn't like tell somebody that they're probably going to lose a lot more like it. But again, that's her personality. And I love that. So do you think, you know, cause like Heather's saying like, okay, Shannon brought this all up to start, you know, to start trouble. And Shannon's like, well, I brought it up to kind of help you. Like, wouldn't you want to know that your friend sued your husband? Yeah. So, I mean, where do you fall? Like, I see, I think your perspective is interesting because you haven't watched all these years. No. So like, where do you fall? Like, do you think Shannon was like pure and like, you know, this person did this and you should know, or was Shannon like, I have to, you know, was doing it like deviously like Heather thinks. I I don't think Shannon was doing it deviously. I think that sh- I again, this is just with me like just watching for the first time and not knowing any background on on Shannon. I don't see her being vindictive like that, just get getting a feel for her character um or who she is, I guess. Um and I think she thought she was trying to be a good friend, but I think 
when she added alcohol to the mix and started talking about it before going to Heather was what the issue was. It's like, if you're going to come to somebody and you're going to bring them something like that, you want to make sure that you have a heart to heart with that person before it comes to that person through other people you've told. Like maybe don't tell anybody and just go straight to the source because it, you know, that, that person can find out, which is what happened with Gina coming to her. And then the whole thing exploded. And, and again, I I know that Shannon had good intentions, but the problem was alcohol. And when you mix alcohol with just like, you know, personalities, things are going to come out. So I think that that was the issue and why it came out the way it did. But I think that Shannon deep down had good intentions. Um, It just kind of exploded in her face the way it came out. So she should have just gone straight to Heather. I have people are mixed. The, 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 the audience is mixed. Like really? there's a lot of, a lot of people love Heather and a lot of people are just like, you are a mean girl, but I'm just saying it's literally 50, 50. Wow. Okay. And I thought before this season started that this was, I was saying this was hundred percent Shannon's last season, just cause she's was kind of the one that's, but the more that goes on, I'm, I'm not so sure anymore. Like Shannon has a story. Like, I, I don't know. So I, yeah. I kind of I take that back. I do feel bad for Shannon when she's crying, which according to Heather, Shannon is not crying because she's sorry. She's not <laughs> crying because she feels bad. She's crying because she, was she caught. got caught. <laughs> so I, I just don't know. Listen, when Heather speaks, I'm just, here's the thing about Heather. She is one of those, like a Bethany Frankel. She is to me so interesting to watch. Like I just, there's something there. She has that quality. Completely. I would also be super intimidated again. Like I, there's an age thing, you know, when someone's that much older than you, when someone is that successful. Right. So it's like, it's not great (laughs) when somebody like that is pissed at you and is going to come at you. So I'm sure poor Shannon is just like, this sucks for my life. She's done interviews where she's like, when someone says that, she's like, my mind went dark and then it went darker. She's like, yeah. I just, it, it, your mind wanders, you know? Yeah. Also, Heather Debro also gives me like Queen Bee vibes. So yes. that's the other thing is like when Queen Bee is pissed at you, it just trickles through the whole social group. And so there's like that extra layer that I feel like Shannon's probably feeling from like, everybody's mad at me type thing. And I really messed up because it's not just with Heather, it's Heather talking to Gina, Heather talking to everybody else. So yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) And I agree with you. Like Heather just cuts it off. So I do feel like she's no nonsense that like, if she's mad, like that's it. Like, it's just, yeah, you're going to be iced out. Like she's not playing. This isn't like, let's talk about it. What do you think of Emily and Gina? Like this is their fourth season. If you asked me four seasons ago, I would have predicted no, no shade that they wouldn't be here. I don't think they would make it to four seasons. Sure. But I'm, I mean, first of all, Gina to me is the breakout star of this whole season. That's just (laughs) me. Like Gina, I'm sorry. I ever doubted you. Gina is the funniest thing on the entire season to me. Oh, she's hilarious. Wait, you didn't like her before? It's not that I didn't like her. It's like her and Emily, you know, it is, it's hard because her and Emily came in when it was Vicky and Tamra and you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. they were the two new girls. So look, you know how it is. How, how many words do you think they got in when it was Shannon and Vicky and Tamra and Kelly Dodd? They barely, I mean, they tried, I'm sure, but yeah. they weren't 
jumping out of the screen at you because it sure. was Vicky and Tamara and Kelly Dodd and Shannon and others, but you don't get a word in with those. For yeah, that, that's game over. <laughs> game over. So I just, I think I underestimated them. Like I've had like drinks and dinner with Emily in real life. Like they were just very nice. I just, I didn't see the angle of housewives. Sure. But here we are. And now I think that like Vicky's gone and Tamara's gone. It's like, oh, I I, I'll admit when I'm wrong, Joe, like I, I take it back. I never, I'm sorry, Emily. I'm sorry, Gina. Yeah. But Gina is just the breakout star of this season to me. I think Gina's hilarious. Um, I, I like the Gina and Emily kind of like dynamic duo personality. The two of them are like besties and no matter what the situation is, like they kind of stick together and have their own, um, just their own little tribe, mini tribe within the, the group. I also think the two of them can cause a little trouble though, because they like, they have each other's back. And so any new friends that they meet, it's like, it doesn't matter. The two of them are going to be loyal to each other first and foremost, which I mean, obviously is how it should be. But I kind of was like, I'm like, I got to keep my eye on these two because they're going to, they're going to cause some trouble this season. I feel like within Keep your eye on them. I really feel like from a producing standpoint, like I see why they're kept. I really think they're like the Vicky and Tamara. I mean, uh, sure. I mean, I know there's gasps now around the world. No one could replace Vicky and Tamara. I get it. But the show is moving in a different direction yeah. and it has moved. I think that this is like the, like Tamara and Vicky of the future. Like I, I see it now. Like yeah. now it's four seasons. I'm like, okay, I'm familiar with you guys. And they stick together. They've had their own bumps in the row, but they stick together usually. But Gina wanting to be adopted by Heather and just being <laughs> like this house and the towel warmers. And now we're at Polo and someone's betting a million dollars on a horse. And yeah. like, she's just like, what world have I stepped into? Hallelujah, totally. Jesus. Like, Yeah, but also like, I feel like I would say the same thing. Like too. also if Heather Dubrow's like listening, please adopt me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's the thing is like, it was the way I felt when I first stepped, stepped in like behind the gates. It's like, I didn't come from money. You step into this whole other level. And I'm not saying Gina doesn't have money, but like it's on a whole other level than she's probably ever experienced. And she's just like, holy crap. You know what I mean? Like my eyes, I thought I knew, but I had no idea type thing. And so when you experience it to that level, it's like magic. <laughs> is, is that how you felt? Like when you first entered the gates of Coda Zakaza. A million, a million percent, you know, like I went from just a normal, super like basic life of like shopping at Target and like, you know, going to the mall and like going to Nordstrom's. And to me, that was like fancy. Right. And I had my own money. I had my own career, but it wasn't to like the level of walking into a 6,000 square foot home or walking in with all these women that were like so much more older, like they were a lot older than me. I was still a baby, but just like, for me, it was an intimidation factor, but also there was such a wealth that I had never experienced before, which was like fun and cool a little bit like in, in the beginning of it, but it did get to a point where, you know, you feel a little judged if you're not keeping up with that, or if you don't like wear a certain thing, there's a lot of pressure I felt, you know, to have to wear the right shoes, wear, have the right handbag and all that stuff. And I, I didn't like love that part of it, um, which is why I felt like at some point you just had to be okay with being yourself. 
you know, you or did. it'll eat you, you like up. felt that pressure. Like when you would go out with people and like completely, mostly in like the social settings, you know? Um, so, so that was the thing for me. Um, you feel it. It doesn't mean you have to like give into it, but it, it was a lot. It was a lot for me at 24. Right. So, yes. And then you didn't feel that when you got to LA in the sense that, I mean, I guess it's different pressure. Like, I mean, LA is like New York, like you need to be thin and look a certain way. And if you want to be in the business, like you felt it like that. Exactly. You did. LA is a different kind. LA is more of like a visual pleasure than it is like, what is the label that you're wearing on the red carpet? Because you can literally make something that you have picked up from Zara or H&M with the right handbag and the right shoes make it look way nicer than it really is. If that makes sense, the way you style it, like I'm very much about like high, low, um, but yeah, in, in OC, it was definitely a lot more about like, you would just feel, I mean, you feel the eyeballs on you when you walk into like a restaurant in LA, but it's a different kind versus when you walk into a, in an event, they're looking at like, what is the handbag? What is the dress looking at your shoes? It's very like, okay, <laughs> we are in OC. <laughs> I could see all of that. Yeah. I could see all that. And New York is kind of somewhere in the middle. It's yeah, like money totally. and it's a little bit of both. Yeah, for sure. Hey ladies, look, I know you guys work so hard trying to keep that career together, but hopefully you are taking some time to yourselves. If you haven't already done so, you need to discover Dame. Dame is the only one-stop shop you need to discover all your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys. They also, shh, have discreet shipping, hassle-free returns, and the toys are a whole lot of fun. For example, you guys are going to love the Eva. It's a hands-free couples vibrator. It's designed to enhance partner play without getting in the way. Now I got to tell you about the Palm for when you're alone. Listen, exploring your pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with, you know, yourself, learn more about what you like, and guess what? That leads to better sex with your partner. And like I said, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Power up your pleasure with Palm or any of the other toys from Dame Products. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE for 15% off your order. That's right, dameproducts.com, enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. And oh, hey ladies, don't forget to have fun. But yes, but Heather, but I mean, I would like to be adopted by Heather as well. So if Heather's <laughs> listening to this when she's done adopting you, she could adopt me. So as she I should watch, take us both. <laughs> listen, so as I watch, I mean, I'm like, I don't know if I'm objective. Like, I think I'm just so in awe of Heather. I'm like, totally. like, I understand when people say why they don't like her. Like, I get it. But I, get I it. think I'm just in awe of her that I like everything is so perfect. And I'm just like, I just want to be adopted by her and then I'll figure it out. Later yeah. On. Totally same. Just put me in one of those rooms in that house, right? Yeah. I'll take the walk-in closet. It's fine. <laughs> but I do feel bad when Shannon cries. I do think it's, I don't know. I think Shannon is just, you haven't really watched in the past, but like she just like gets in her own way. And sure. I think really deep down, she probably means well. Yeah. I would agree. That's what I get. What do you think of our, so we have two newbies, Noella mm-hmm. and Jennifer. Yes. What do you think of these two? What do you think of these two? And I have some things to say. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, Jennifer, by the way, does anybody else think that Jennifer gives me Gretchen 
vibes a little bit. Like L- she kind of a little like bit, her? something yeah, like I, that. I, I, like I, a I little air. That. I was like, what? I think it was like the hit. I don't even know what it is, but I was like, whoa, a little bit. Are you just having PTSD from like Gretchen? <laughs> it was just more like, oh, okay. A little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, now that you say it, yeah, I, I, I could see that. Right. Yeah. Um, so I got a little bit of that, but also, um, I was really like kudos to her for being the breadwinner in the family. Um, not the biggest fan of her other half. Like, I feel like I want someone who's, she's like amazing and like has her own thing going and runs the house and all that. Like, I kind of want someone who's really infatuated with her. And like, you see that in terms of like showing an interest in her. And like, I don't really get that from him. I just get that. He's kind of just like there and kind of aloof and not really like, and she's a doctor. Yeah. So if your fiance Taryn were on the show with you and never put on a shirt, how would you feel about this? <laughs> I mean, I would no, that would never happen. I would be like, go to the room, please put on some clothes. Like it's not okay. <laughs> it's like, I understand like you may not wear a shirt all the time. It is on sure. but like, you know what the housewives is. You right. know that like you talk about glamming up like yeah I'm just asking you to throw on a shirt man yeah like yeah so it's a little weird right it's yeah strange yeah it, it's- I mean like if you looked like you know Mark Wahlberg back in like 1985 <laughs> I understand it but I don't understand this <laughs> angle and where we're going with this right I think he just doesn't care and that's honestly his personality always I feel like whenever you know he's with the right dinner and um, I don't know, even, even just seeing him at the party this last episode with like Heather and meeting him, like, he's just like, he's just very, he's a little aloof for me. So in like that scene where, so it's weird, like Emily's husband, Shane had a really bad edit, like the first season or two, like it was really cringeworthy. Like oh. you almost couldn't watch it. And now it's like, Shane is like a fan favorite. Like people, like we have come around, like you know, and like part of it, I think it's like a, probably a mixture of both. Like, you know, Emily says like they've come far in their marriage and like, it's probably a little bit in the editing, but he gives me like, when he was saying at that party, like whenever she said like we tried and he didn't like me in the beginning and he's like, we're still trying or whatever. I'm like, this is so cringeworthy. Like you say that at home, but it's like not on TV and not in front of like everyone else. It's so Exactly. Yeah, it's cringeworthy. Yeah. And that's why I like, I just want somebody that I just think she deserves better than that. So she if it was me, like I, I wouldn't be having it. I mean, she's not jumping out of the page at me. Like, oh my God, you're so interesting. Yeah. But what do you think about Noella? So- <laughs> As I smile, because I don't know, I don't know where to begin. I, I know. So, okay. So when I first started watching the show, like first four episodes, I was obsessed, mm-hmm. like absolutely beautiful, like could be on the cover of a magazine. I love that. She's like just her fashion on point, like love, love, love obsessed. As the show has progressed, I'm a little question mark now because, and granted, I do feel for her because she is going through a lot with the divorce. I can't even imagine like having been married for somebody for that long finding out there's all this hidden stuff like I would lose my mind and especially to have to go through it and find out in the middle of a shoot where it all has to come out in front of America so my heart does go like out to her however 
I am seeing the things that she is kind of like going up to Heather about telling her that she like heard or saw and things that she's doing. I'm like, Oh girl, no, 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 no. Cause the thing is, is like, she can't tell Heather that she heard or saw that like Heather and her husband, like slam somebody up against a wall when it clearly didn't happen. Or she's like running her mouth about, you know, and telling her that she's like a fake you know, bitch and things like that. Can we swear on this, by the yeah, way? Yeah, you could say whatever okay. you want. <laughs> I have a horrible so, mouth, so go ahead. Okay, perfect. I just, um, again, this is my personality where like, I, I'm a girl's girl. I don't, to my knowledge, don't have enemies. Like I get along with a lot of people. I don't cause trouble. If I have an opinion, you better know I'm going to tell you. And if I don't disagree, or if I don't agree with someone, you better believe like I'm going to say something. But for the most part, I don't cause trouble. And I just see that she's starting to cause trouble. So that is kind of, I'm just kind of like, oh, Noella, please get it together. But, and, and I can't, I can't give you the, because you're going through a divorce card, because you can still control the way you run your mouth, right? If you're yeah. in a social situation, it kind of has, I mean, I understand you can have a bad day and say things you don't mean, especially with alcohol. I get it. But also, I don't know if it's happening while, while she's drinking. Do you know what I mean? So that's my only thing is I really hope that she can turn that around. And I do appreciate she did go up to Heather and apologize and owned it. But yeah, I'm getting a little bit of like a, oh, Noella, please, please don't leave me. Like, I really love her and I, I'm rooting for her, but, but question mark. I have similar, like the first, I don't know, one, three episodes loved. I was like, okay, this, like, there's no comparison between her and Jennifer. Like she's the clear superstar, new housewife. Yeah. But I, you know, you always like, well, here's the thing. This whole, her calling Jennifer thirsty. It's like, honey. And they even asked Emily on Watch What Happens this past week, like who's thirstier between the two. And she was like, there's no question. It's Noella. And I'm like, yeah. Like, so that's the thing. It's like, if you are picking these fights with Heather, like I always just break the fourth wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, to me, it's like, I think she's too aware of the show and I don't buy any of this. I think she's just trying and you didn't watch it, but she was, she was really good friends with Bronwyn. I don't know if you know Bronwyn Mm-mm. who was on. So she was a housewife on the past two seasons who's not on anymore. And people accused her of like, she brought everything her second season. Now, whatever's true, you know, like she came out as a lesbian. Is it, I'm not saying none of this is true. I'm just saying the perception of the public was not all of this was true. And like, she is an alcoholic and there's like a lot, but regardless of that stuff, she was so over the top. And then she lost her job. I'm just giving you the facts, everyone. Don't Wait, come this, for me. This, this is, is Bronwyn. No, this is Bronwyn. Oh, but okay, got it. Bronwyn and Noella. This is more like when people are like, well, look at the company you keep. Bronwyn and it. Noella were like very good friends. Okay. Now, after Bronwyn got fired, Noella got hired. So they are no longer friends. Oh, okay. But I, because they were such good friends, I see like, I see Bronwyn in Noella. And so- that's where it's like the audience had a problem with Bronwyn because they're like the 17 things that you bring, they're not all true. Like you are trying because you want this fame. I mean, she's even said things like I'm addicted to fame. This is Bronwyn. Got but it. so because I, this is, this is not really fair for me to judge this because they were such good friends and now they're not just because one lost her job and one got the job. I see how they were friends. And when I watch Noella, I, I personally think of Bronwyn and I can't 
get it out of my mind because it's the same type of actions to me. Thing. Yeah, I don't see. And that's the thing, too. Um, I, I don't agree that Jen's thirsty. Like no, no thirstier than Noella. Like if one is thirsty, the other is too. Like they're they're like you're both on the show, (laughs) right? Right. So like you're okay with being like on camera, and you're okay with and so and also she said something about like I met you in an event and we took a picture and it was like way too quick, but like if you meet somebody at an event and you're having so much fun and you're like you know doing everything, you're like oh my gosh, let's totally take a picture. That's like a like we're in 2022. Like, that's just what happens. Not all the time, but like, if you're hitting it off with someone, right? So yeah. I don't know. I don't really get, a, and I don't get a thirst factor from Jen at all. So no. I, and the thing is like, I understand like if you're at a party and you run into like Vicki Gumbleson, who's like the OG of the OC from season one, like you want your picture, but yeah. like you weren't on the show. So I don't understand. Like you weren't on this show for 10 years, 15 years, like Vicky. Like no one knew who you were the same way. So when she wanted a picture, it wasn't because you were famous. Right. Like, <laughs> like you she just probably not... thought you were pretty. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really understand that. Like it's not like you were like Justin Bieber and then you're like, stop asking for pictures, people. I just want to go to bed. Yeah. It makes I don't understand it. So I Noella has lost me a little bit as well. Like I'm yeah. a little confused about what's going on. Yeah. I mean, look, she is going through this divorce in real time. I'm sure the producers were like, cha-ching, cha-ching. Like, this is amazing. Her husband says she did everything in life to get on this show. And that's what caused their divorce. And Oh, I mean, really? They, yeah. He says in part, like, I mean, you know, she says, you don't want to see your son. He says, like, listen, they all have their own things. But part of the husband brought up, like, you, this show was everything to you. And you put it ahead of everything else. That's what he says. Not me. Got it. But I get a little bit of thirst from her. Noella, we we I'm I'm hoping she can bring it around. She does have the sex dungeon. <laughs> she does have the sex dungeon. I I there is that. But like she's just so pretty. Like I'm rooting for her. You know what I mean? Like she's pretty, she has good style. She has good style. She's super funny. Um, did you see a lot of sex dungeons in your time in the OC? I definitely did not. (laughs) I definitely did not. I definitely saw a lot of sex shops, but not sex dungeons. Well, I mean, you had the French maids costumes. I did. Where do you think I got it? (laughs) If if there was ever going to be a sex dungeon or a moment, you had the costume. I did. Do you still have that? Did I ask you that last time? No, and I definitely do not. Who knows where that thing is, but... Maybe for fun one day, I will just buy another French made costume just for funsies. You need to. And do something with it. Like, I don't know, freaking burn it. (laughs) Well, what about, because I know you on your YouTube, you and your fiance watched season one, episode one and kind of recapped it. We did. I'm giving you shout outs for your YouTube channel. I love you so much. (laughs) Thank you. And you know what's so sad is it. It was the number one biggest video. We got so many views on it and freaking YouTube took it down because, Why? N- because NBC has to basically approve like you using the footage. And I, I knew that, and I had looked up all the rules on how to do it. So like, as long as you don't show the entire episode from start to finish, it was supposed to be okay. But unfortunately there was a little more sticky tape. So currently talking to some friends at Bravo to see if they can help me out with that. But yeah, anyway, side note. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> YouTube is tough. I know. Yeah. Because I get things where it's like, you know, this is not ad suitable. And I'm like, what? Like, what yeah. happened? Like, wh- what did I do? Like, totally. and then you argue and it gets approved, but you're like, I didn't do anything. Like, I mean, tell me, like, at least let me know yeah. if that makes sense. But that was your, I, that doesn't shock me that that was your most watched ever. Yeah, was it was. And so I'm like, okay. So yeah, we were trying to do like a fun, like throwback to like the old episodes type thing. But yeah, YouTube was like, love you, but no. <laughs> Did he ever see these ep- like episodes before? So he said, no. And that was the great, that was the best part for me because he had seen, I think he saw like a little bit of the first episode before, but like, he's not into reality shows at all. Um, and which, which I appreciate, but yeah, that's also, better, right? Yeah. So, but he had also heard like a lot of stuff. And so I was like, babe, I'm just like telling you right now, like the first episode, there's a lot of things that I'm like really sorry about, including like the side boob shot, including like a bra and like pink boa zebra hat shot. It's not my finest hour. I also think there's like a shower shot or maybe that's like episode two and his poor eyes are just like, what? So I'm like, so I thought it would be fun to like sh- film him reacting yes. to it. Yeah. And it that, was great. that is fun. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't remember what was like, episode one wasn't the French maid or it wasn't when you said you wanted to go out all night and went out all night with your friends. I don't even know if that was season one. I can't, I, I, I lose track of what was. I know episode. it's all like a big blob. Yeah. But it, w- it was actually that now, now that I've watched it since then, it was actually that first episode there was a lot there's a lot in that first episode oh my god so was he just like like, who did I who am I marrying was he like who is this guy Slade he was more like I'm so happy you're not that girl anymore I'm like I mean I'm not that girl anymore but you know there's still a little bit of like her inside me I still love to drink I still love to have fun I still love to wear a great outfit Listen, honey, there's nothing wrong with a drink. Okay. So right? let me just, are you, I mean, shocked at the fact that you were on that show at 24? Like, look at the housewives now. I mean, like we, we had like Ashley Darby and Potomac was close, but you are like the youngest, like 24. Yeah. yeah I was, I think I'm still the baby. Like, I think so. All, yeah. Yeah. The housewives. Ashley Darby, I think was like 26 when she started. So close, but you are the youngest. Yeah. Yay. That's <laughs> still like the baby. I'll take my like, claim to fame. You didn't seem it, but like now when you say 24, like there's no housewife think house today that is 24 years old. Also, what the hell was I thinking or doing? Like, what was anyone doing or thinking at 24? Like, you don't even know who you are or your life. Like, you think you know who you are, but like, no, there's so much changing that happens as you get older. And I like older housewives. That's just me personally. Like, I like when they cast like 40s, 50s. 40s and 50s I like that's cool yeah no even though they're doing it younger now I'm like unfortunately I was the (laughs) you are the youngest ever and unfortunately had to grow up in front of like all of America and make mistakes and all that but yeah you know I don't regret anything no I mean you should watch every episode and kind of with him and kind of recap it in some way I don't know how you would do it. I mean, you just wouldn't be able to show the clips, I yeah. guess. So I don't really know how you would do that. I know. We'll have to get creative. Do you, if they called you, would you go back? Um, I, I used to say I wouldn't just because it was just like so much had happened. And I just kind of needed like a breather from all that. 
but I think that so much time has passed that like, I would be okay with coming on it. Um, I don't think I would survive <laughs> in terms of, I don't know. I think I would just bring a little city to the show. Right. Cause I'm, my personality is so different. Um, I also feel like I would be a mediator if you that ever happened. I, I don't think I would be like at the forefront of the drama. I would probably be sitting consoling the people that are like in the middle of it because that's just like who I am as a human. I just don't have, I don't know. I just don't have that in me in terms of like starting stuff or like going up to Pete. Like, I don't know. I just, I, but, but at the same time, I will, from experience, the cameras change you. And when you're filming and you're stuck in a bubble and then you add a little bit of alcohol, like things change. So who knows? And like you would be the mediator, but someone would come up and be like pissed off as hell with you. And you'd be like, what? What? Like, yeah, I mean, like I didn't mean anything by that, but they would be like, no, no, no. You're going over there, honey. Like I'm pissed. Yeah. And then someone would be in your face show. And I don't think you would just be like, okay, it's fine. Oh, no, no, no. My, right. then my Latin side would come out. Right. Let us not forget I am South American after all. So there's definitely my can of like Latin, like the Latin, yeah, the Latin side would come out. That's and, what I'm saying. And would you ever, <laughs> I mean, you live that. in LA, so would you ever consider, I mean, I know some of them are very wealthy, but you know, we had like Bethany Frankel in New York, who wasn't, would you ever consider Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Uh, I think I would definitely have to be at a different level of financial like gains for them. But um, I mean, I'm always, I'm now open. This is my year of saying yes to things. So yes, I would be open to playing the friend because I don't have a 50 million square foot. Like I live in a really cool, like historic building in Hollywood. That's what it looks like. With an amazing rooftop view, but it's not like a freaking home, right? So there's that, but it's it's a cool life. Do you ever run into like the Shaws, the Vander kids? The, I mean, you're um, right there. At, yeah, so like I've got, you know, friends that I meet out and I'll see like some of the Vanderpump uh, crew or like Charlie who like will go to Sir and like she obviously works there and stuff like that. But yeah, um, and obviously I've Charlie. reached out. I love Charlie. She's the sweetest. The nicest. The nicest. And, you know, um, I've reached out to some of them, um, you know, on social media and stuff like, or on Instagram, whenever, like I used to have a podcast back in the day. And so like connecting that way. Um, but yeah, it'd be fun. What about, you know, did you watch um, Ultimate Girls Trip? No, I did not. But I hear it's crazy. It was crazy. Now, season two is all ex-housewives. We have our Vicky, we have our Tamara, we have Taylor Armstrong, Jill Zarin. So the first one did well. The second one is probably going to do well. You know, they're going down the list. Now, you are an ex-housewife. So A, has your phone rang for a future Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip? Uh, Not an Ultimate Girls Trip, no. Has your phone rang from Bravo for something else? Um, I've I've had lunch. Um, and dinner, like talking to them about stuff. Um, but, but it's more like, not like official cast member type stuff, but maybe doing a little pop-up to say hi type stuff. Um, like a little pop-up. Yeah. We love a little (laughs) pop-up. I mean, you know, every time I bring you up for the OC, people are like, but she's in LA. I'm like, it's, it's the same thing. It's like, (laughs) it's two seconds away. It's like New York, New Jersey. It's the same thing. Yeah. You've had talks about pop-up on RHOC. 
uh, yeah, just, I mean, not like an official, but more like I'm still friends and we still meet like for drinks and stuff like that. And I do catch ups with like producers and crew just like over the years and stuff like that. So, yeah. What about girls trip? I think you would be perfect. I mean, if they're going to go this ex housewives route, there's only so many. So eventually we're going to keep going. I mean, there, <laughs> there you are, Joe. Here I am ready to get my, where are they filming Cabo? Well, the f- first one was in Turks and Caicos. Oh, so that's not okay. bad. The second one was at Dorinda's Bluestone Manor. But Got the it. first one was in Turks and Caicos. So that's cool. Yeah. You would do that. I, I would do that. Again, I would have to bring a lot of tequila because I feel like already, I mean, I saw a trailer of it and it's like, you're going to take five women, you're going to put them on a beach with alcohol and that's it. Like that's already, that is a scene for absolute chaos, drama, and mayhem. (laughs) And, you know, it's like the way it was, it's like two, you know, not from every franchise, but it's like two from this franchise, two from, so you'd be from other franchises. Yeah. Vicky went with Tamra. Would you, if your phone rang for Girls Trap, would you just say yes, if you were interested, or would you have to know who the other person from the OC was? No, I would say yes. Um, because I think, first of all, I don't have, like, I love everybody who's on the show. Um, so there isn't anybody who I would have an issue seeing. Let me stress nobody. (laughs) So like anybody who was there, it'd be fine. Why do you say nobody? Because (laughs) smile at me because you know, is it because you know where, the way I think and where my head is going with this? It's because I know I'm, I'm seeing your eyes and you're like, there's probably one person you wonder if she was on there and the two of us ended up on an island together. Okay, so here's the thing. When yeah. they cast these shows, they purposely, so if we're going to take Vicky, of course we want Tamara. Sure. If they cast you, I would say 99.999% they would cast Gretchen as sure. the other person, period. I- I 100% think that you're correct. (laughs) It would be like, wait a second. And this is, and Gretchen has been on the show. She would say yes too, I'm sure. I did not bring this up with her because it was before her girl's trip, but I'm sure she would say yes to this opportunity. So how would that go? I think it would go really interesting. I would be curious to see how that would go down. Also, I welcome it. Um, Would love to have a chat with her. Like, on a beach with some cocktails and like catch up. I think it's been long enough, right? So I would be down. I think it's been long enough. I think, see, this is why it would work because you're interested to see how it would go. I'm interested to see everyone would be (laughs) truly interested. Listen, Joe, when you get the job, you don't even have to give me some money. Just remember (laughs) that I'm the one that put this out into the world. You put it out. And Gretchen, you're welcome for me bringing this and putting this out into the world too. But it would be so interesting and it has been long enough. Do you, you never run into her? I mean, I know that you guys, you, you and like, has your fiance ever met like her in Slade? No, no, no. Yeah, we, I mean, cause events and stuff haven't like happened up here in LA. So there's never been like an opportunity for a run-in, but it's really funny because a lot of the brands that I work with, with like makeup or something like that, it'll always be like, oh my gosh, like we totally work with one of the housewives. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Who? They're like Gretchen. I'm like, that's awesome. Of course you do. It's like, so I feel like we're always connected. It doesn't matter how long. And look, I feel like it's been 15 years. 
I'm sure they're tired of having to talk, like to talk about it. I know every interview that I do, they're always brought up. Like I'm sure both sides, I know for me, like I would love to have an interview where I don't have to talk about Slater Gretchen, but forever and ever, like it will never go away. I'm sorry, Slade. Like you're stuck with it. You're the one who proposed to me. So like, you know, cause there's been things of like, well, why does she still have me in her mouth after all these years? Because it always gets brought up. Like, so that's the thing is, is, and so I think like, let's meet, let's talk, let's have a chat and let's move on. And like anything that's been in the past, it's in the past. Like you're happy. I'm happy. What the hell is the problem? <laughs> I actually think you guys, I mean, I know Gretchen, I think you guys would actually all get along. You would have a drink and you would get along. I mean, they have a child, like, yeah, you know, like, I think you guys would actually end up being the best of friends. That's oh my, my prediction. Should, should, I make, me, should you make should one? I, should I make bestie necklaces now? <laughs> okay, maybe you're not going to be together every day, but I think you would get along. I think you would, you would come off an island and be best friends and... I just got you a job. I just got Gretchen a job. You are Everyone's- hilarious. Listen, if she's down, I'm down. So I've got no beef with her whatsoever. So, well, I'm sorry for bringing it up in this interview. No, you're totally fine. Don't be silly. It's just that's 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 the girl's trip that's going to happen. It just mark my words. I mean, there's going to be some people from New York and some people from Atlanta. We're going to mix it up with other people. But yeah. if you were chosen or she is chosen, it's. You know, it just is what it is. Hilarious. What do you, how do you feel about, I saw you were just shared your, I am all about being honest about, I've gotten many shots to my face. I saw you shared your rhinoplasty. Yeah. You just, you're, you wanted to get that done for your whole life. Yeah. Um, so it was that, and, and truth be told, um, that's actually the second one I've got done because when I was 23, I had a little bump removed, um, from doing like a backflip on a, on a pool and smacking my face on it. Um, and then, yeah, as I got older, like it kind of just went down and it had a little swoop. Um, also I just turned 40 and, you know, working on camera, like on YouTube, you know, photo shoots for Instagram, like cameras are very crucial and hard not crucial. That's not the word. They're very zoom, harsh. Zoom cameras <laughs> this close are so harsh. Like, yeah. And I just, you know, I wanted a little refresher and I don't think there's anything wrong. I think that you should love yourself enough to do whatever it is that, you know, you want to do. And actually it's funny because on that video, I just got a comment today of some hater guy that was like, I don't shocker. <laughs> shocker. Yeah, shocker. They're like, I don't understand why you guys can't just be you and why you all have to be fake. And I'm like, because we want to do whatever we want to do to feel great. Let us live our life. Like it's not, it's a thing about just as you age, you want to feel great. And whatever that means to you, some people don't believe in that wonderful, you know, but for me, I've just always been somebody that wanted to stay looking as put together as possible. I always say, listen, anyone that doesn't want to get anything, like you're the one kind of winning, like, don't come and hit on me. I'm the superficial person that is like, needs this in order to like, just exists tomorrow. So don't hit on me. Like yeah. I, I'm like, I should be jealous of you, but I'm agreeing that I will go down fighting. Like I am all for it personally. Completely. That's just like, me. It's like, I will always do stuff. I mean, 
I've never done anything under the knife, but I mean, I have 8,000 shots and needles in my face. And yeah, <laughs> like last time I was in Vegas, I was with RHOC Lynn Curtin and we did, have you ever done, have you ever done threading? We did threading for the first time. It's on like, your eyebrows. No, it's like, she got it in her cheeks. I got it in my 11s. It's like, it almost looks like acupuncture and it's like, they put a needle. It's like, almost like they put a needle in you and then like pull Oh, it's, it's weird, but like, it really works. People say that they could like feel the threads. Lynn was like that whole night. She was like, I feel it in my mouth. So I think, but I didn't, I got it like in the 11s. I don't understand how it works, but it's like, it looks like acupuncture and they like, my thing stopped moving like better than it ever has. It was like, that sounds like a dream. (laughs) It was like, I mean, you don't go under, you just get like a needle and it doesn't hurt. It hurts more after like you feel the area and you're like, ow. But yeah, it doesn't hurt. It's like I love it. Um, I recently got um. So full disclosure, I get Botox and filler all day. Same um, here, all yeah. day, every day. If all I day, every yes. day, a million percent. And um, for the first time, I try. Oh, I also get my lips done too. Um, but I'm like, let's just go down the list uh, of all I, the things. My lips, I've never had. I'm okay without my lips, but yeah, everything else. Yeah, it's just, it's more like fun. It's kind of like putting on lashes. Like you put it on, it goes away in three months, and then that's whatever. the thing. It goes away in yeah. like. It's just fun. I don't know. It's like, I like it to really my- works, right? Like mm-hmm. you just, it's hard to explain. It's like, you actually, you always look like yourself, but you, when you're done, you're like, wow, I really see the difference. Like it, yeah. it's, a, it's like a little, it's an out. elevated version of you. Um, but one thing I recently did, I will never do again is, um, I just got boats, Botox filler, one of the two in my cheeks. Oh, it was filler. filler. Yeah. And, um, and again, it was one of those things where they were like, Hey, do you want it? You're starting to look hollow. And then I'm like, listen, like, I love a sucked in look. <laughs> okay. Can I, I say that when I get filler on my cheeks, I'm like, listen, I like like the, I love a sucked in look. I too. I'm like, I just look. want it in my cheeks. And I'm like, if you make my face rounder, I don't want that. I, I totally that's, agree. Yes. 100%. And that's what happened. And it's finally starting to go down, but I literally looked like a chickmunk for two months and I was smiling. I didn't even recognize. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, plastic surgery gone wrong, but I just, I did not love it at all. I wonder what you've got. Cause I've had that before too. And I'm always like, I want my face to be angular and sunken in like, yes. And they're like, no, that makes you look, I was like, no, 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 it's you're wrong. Like, trust me, like, (laughs) sorry, doctor or nurse practitioner injector, but I know what look I want. It's because we live in the city and we're like, we want to look sunken in AF. (laughs) I don't want everything sunken in except just a little pick me up on the cheek. So I've done that. And like my cheeks have been, I've had that before. And it was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Same. Never again. What do you watch other like Bravo shows? Do you watch other reality shows or you just Uh, don't have like, do you watch TV either? Yes, I do watch TV. No, a lot of people don't. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I love Vanderpump. I'm obsessed with Vanderpump. That's probably like the biggest one I watch and everything else is like HBO max, like the new sex in the city obsessed, um, a gossip girl, try to love it. Don't love it. Love the first one. Love the original, the original forever. They just, they did. I, I, I still watch the new one just for like, you know, it's like a filler show for me. Me too, but I can't, yeah. I cannot get into it either. It, yeah, it's the same. And it's like, in a way it's so good, but it's like not good at all. Like yeah, it's so it's, weird. You can't compare. I'm obsessed with Bachelor. Like anything Bachelor, Bachelor Nation, like Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. I'm like 
fanatic. The Bachelor is good. Yeah. So did you like Vanderpump this season? Because most people didn't. You know what? It's funny. Like, I get that it's changed. Everybody has babies now. It's a totally different vibe. I love Vanderpump. So I'm just kind of like along for like the following the story. I do think it's funny that they now all have babies and they're still kind of doing the same thing. And but Charlie also- works at Star and that's about it. Like yeah. anyone going to Star, you can see Charlie and Peter yeah. and that's yeah. about it. And Lisa pops in every now yeah. and then. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I loved it just because like it's Vanderpump. I'm just, you're continuing to follow their life, but no, it's not like the original, how it used to be. But that's just I wonder it. if it's going to come back. I wonder if it's going to make it. I feel like they need to recast and get like, like some fresh young blood on there. They need something, but I will not give up on Lala. I will not give up on James. I will. I know. I know. I still love, I don't James care what anyone is... says. I feel James is like, just, he's like one of those two. Like, I can't get enough. Like every, I'm just, yeah. you're so entertaining. He's such a train wreck and I love it so much. And they were on Watch What Happens Live the other night together. And I'm telling you, I mean, everyone's saying this now, but I really feel they're the going to end up together. I, I feel it. I feel it. I mean, that makes Andy asked, like people were asking and I just feel after Randall, like I just feel Lala's, right? Yeah. I've had Randall on this podcast. I've had Lala on this podcast. And yeah. Listen, first of all, Lala is one of the best interviews ever. Like just Lala's Lala. It's like yeah. she sits there and answers questions. There's no, I want my headline. I'm going to give you canned answers. It's like she is an open book. It's like she's wonderful. I love that. I loved Randall when I interviewed him. Yeah. But, you know, now, I mean... Yeah. But when He's I interviewed on. him, I liked him, you know? Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Lala is like one of my favorites, just like, so there's no attitude. Like, it's just I, like, you're, you're asking me questions and I'm giving you real answers. And it's just like, yeah, she's I not love- like this. My answer is going to go all over the world. I mean, it, it did, but like, she's not, there's no angle. There's no worry about that. She's like, I'm a human being and you're asking me a question. So right. I mean, most people aren't there like six years later. Right. Yeah. Also who interviews worried about the headline? Is that a thing? Oh my God. So many people come on here and I just get answers where I'm just like, sweetie, you're so media trained, which I'm like, okay, like I, I get it. I, oh my God, Joe, like so many people. I'm sorry. I'm not even like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Like you come on an interview and you just like hang and you shoot the shit and, and you answer questions. Well, do you want to get this? Then there's the other side of it. Then there's the side of like people that come on knowing that my show gets a lot of press and will try. Now they're trying to give an answer that is so over the top. And I'm like, ugh, like you're trying so hard. Listen, mama knows what she's like, you know, after two years, like I I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So when Lala came on, it was just like a real person, which I know. And there's a lot of real people that come on here. There's just a lot that aren't. And it's like, Mm. This is such a media ploy that yeah. like, which don't get me wrong. I'll still take, I mean, the whole cast of Vanderpump. <laughs> it's not like I say, no, you could still come. We, 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 we get something out of it, but we might have like three minutes of realness out of like a 45 minute experience. Yeah, I get that. Mm, but I'm glad funny. that you don't even know that that exists. I, mean, I, I didn't even know there was a thing. And, and you live in I, LA. And I live in LA, but also like, I'm not in that like crazy of like being on a reality show anymore like I'm just a content creator now so it's a little bit of a different I guess mindset like 
if I get asked to come on something, like I'm genuinely, I say no to a lot of stuff. You do? Because this is like, I do, because it's like an hour of my day and we're catching it. So like, I genuinely like to catch up with people that I actually like. And you were one of those people where I was like, yes, love you. Love catching up. Cause yeah. Like I'm like, it's a new year. I'm like, let, let, let me go down the list and see who needs to come back on this show. And I was like, oh, this would be fun. And even if you didn't watch the OC, you still could have come back. Thank you. I'm sorry to bring up Gretchen and Slade. No, you're totally <laughs> fine. I only bring that up because it was an interview that, again, we, we're all, and if anyone wants to say they're not, you're a lying. Um, we're all on Google Alerts. So like whenever anything Are you kidding is me? Written, like I, I'm on Google, I mean. <laughs> right. Hello, so I put out a show was, every day. I'm like, is my show, did my show get picked up today? <laughs> I mean. So the only reason I brought that up is because there was an interview that came out where Slade was like, I don't understand why after 15 years, she still has my mouth, or, um, my name in her mouth. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it's not. That that's not it funny. happens. Well, it's always like when I bring up like I mean I have a lot of housewives from the past on the show, and they're always like, "Why is this one so angry?" So I'm like, they're not talking about it every day. They're talking about it because they came on my show and I asked. Right. Like, and this so... person was kind enough to want to talk. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, nobody that I asked from the past of housewives wants to come on my show to talk about housewives. Right. You're just like it's right. part of the gig, and they're nice enough to let me have my moment. Yeah. So minutes. that's the only reason I bring it up. It's not like, it's something I'm just used to it. Yeah. I don't even think twice about it, but that was just, that's the only reason I said that. And it comes so. up for them. I mean, I, I'm sure I brought you up to Gretchen. I don't even remember, but I'm sure I did. <laughs> but one day, the four of you, best friends. Besties. <laughs> well, listen, you could come back any day you want. You no. can you can bring your fiance next time. After you guys get married, you can come back Aww. or, you know, are you guys going to stay in LA? Like stay where you yeah, are now? Definitely. Um, so he works it. a lot in New York because of Broadway. So back and forth um, with like musicals. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be fun. So I feel like a place here and then a place in New York would be like ideal well i'm in la a lot too so we should have a drink here yes whenever you, you come know? please let me know i would love that i'm gonna be there more um cool. and i usually stay in west hollywood so i'm sure oh, wherever you live i'm literally right hollywood yeah i'm right here i love it um where can everyone find you because i've plugged your youtube so much so tell i us, love you so you're so all. sweet listen i know how it works like i like to give something back when you come yeah. on behind the developer so where can everyone find you thank you so um you can go to my instagram it's at joe de la rosa with two a's and um you can also check me out on youtube um just search my name joe de la rosa I love it. Congratulations. Thank you for doing this. Yeah, so much fun. Course. Keep in touch and I'll let you know when this is coming out. Okay. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. 
or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.